0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Five Star Zone with Rico Beard. Welcome to another edition of The Five Star Zone. I'm your host, Rico Beard, and we're going to move on to college hoops, Big 10 hoops. More importantly, Michigan Michigan State played. And here's the thing. On Wednesday night, MSU wins the game 81 to 62 over the University of Michigan. But the funny thing about it is it's it, it was probably the most lackluster rivalry game that I've seen in the Michigan Michigan State history in a long time. Now for years it was intense. The Izzo and, and and the Maze Rage would constantly go at the players. The Izzo showed up. Don't get me wrong. They showed up and they, they cheered and they did everything. Didn't have the same intensity. Didn't have the same venom. I mean, it's been downright toxic over the last few years. It got sanitized. And I don't know if a lot of it has to do with the the, the Lions playoff run. I don't know if a lot of it, some of it has to do with everything that's going on in the field at, for Michigan state football, or just the, the high expectations and how far they've fallen from the number four ranking or for Michigan, you won the national title in football. So you just not care about what's going on with Javon Howard and the team. It's Doug McDaniel out a part-time suspension. He's a little bit pregnant. He's half wet. He's suspended for the away games, but he could play in the home games. I've never seen that before, but through all of it, it was like different i've I've been to a lot of michigan michigan state games at both the president center and both chrysler i'll be honest with you there was more intensity when michigan state played greg campion and the oakland golden grizzlies when pierre brooks jr showed up with butler this year at the president center it was more intensity i mean you felt it. it you didn't feel it in the crowd it was just it was really weird. And and for the first half, it was a close game. Michigan had the lead 35-33 at the half. But I don't think anybody thought that they were going to win the game. And then, you know, they come out there and Tyson Walker steals the ball. And right after that steal, it seemed like State just went on this long run. And before you know it, they were up. They were down by four. And then they were up by 10 or 12. And they never looked back. And, you know, somehow or another, I don't know what the Michigan game plan was, but let's leave Jay Nakins, Michigan State shooting guard open for seven wide open three-pointers. It's like, guys, what kind of defense? And I mean, MSU scored, I believe, 36 points in the paint, except a lot of those points were just the, the guards driving to the baskets for easy layups. It, it, this wasn't Cooper, this wasn't Maddie Sissoko. I, I mean, Malik Hall did get some post up stuff, and he would drive in there. But I mean, there was it was like a layup. It was like I was watching Moneyball. It, it just seemed like there was the Michigan defense was non-existent. I mean, at the end, it's just like Jawan's. Just I'm, I'm sitting there by the Michigan bench. He's just sitting. He's got his arms crossed. It was Izzo's birthday. He got his 700 victory. The loudest the place got was the the brick and for chicken. Where if the opponent misses two straight free throws. The, the, the student section, like, you can go and redeem and get some free chicken nuggets at the local restaurant. That's the loudest the place got, because I think Michigan missed, like, four pair of free throws. Like, as soon as you missed the first one, the crowd would go nuts trying to get you to miss the second one. That was it. I mean, there were no creative chant. It was, it was very weird. I don't think I've experienced anything like that before. MSU wins the game. Michigan loses. Michigan's now sitting dead last in the Big Ten. Michigan State in like a four or five way tie for fifth with the home game against Maryland coming up this weekend where they can kind of start to separate themselves into the upper echelon. They need that game. It's a home game to kind of put them on pace to, to maybe flirt with that four seed and get the buy in the big 10 tournament. But it was just a weird game. And I don't know if I've ever seen anything like that before, Game was on Peacock, which it's almost fitting because it wasn't even on national TV. You had to go online to stream it. It was weird. I don't know what's going to happen on the return trip to Chrysler. Will will the maze rage get fired up with Doug McDaniel being in the game and on the bench? Will that change how it feels? It was just – I mean, there was even no chance about him from the is So it was like people were there. But it wasn't like it was where you know you got the the Trey Burks chirping and stealing the ball away from Appling. It wasn't the Kalen Lucas letting the Chrysler crowd know this is my MF in house when he hit a shot. You didn't get any of that. It, it it wasn't, you know, the blowing of the kiss to the to the is zone it, that's to me was when it was there. Last night, ah, really wasn't there. Speaking of the Big Ten tournament, there will be some changes next year. The Big Ten came out. Of course, the uh, four-pack 12 teams, which now new Big Ten teams, are joining USC, UCLA, Oregon, and Washington, joining the conference. The schedule next year in hoops will be as this. There will be a 20-game schedule. You're going to play every team one time, and you'll play uh, three teams twice, depending on the region. So – like the Michigan-Michigan State rival, they'll probably still play twice. And then you'll flip-flop. The goal is so that everybody can play in two years, you'll play in every arena in the Big Ten. The other big thing that came out was the Big Ten tournament, and the structure. No longer will every team play in the Big Ten tournament because it usually it'll still be a five-day tournament. But now of the 18 teams that will be playing, Only the top 15 teams will advance to play in the Big Ten Tournament. So if you're sitting, you're the last three teams, your season is done come March, that's it. It's over. Because at that point, you're probably not going to the NIT or the CBI or whatever broke-down tournament that's left for the bad teams. You're not playing in it. It, It's going to be the top four teams, instead of getting a bye, the top four teams will now get a double bye Teams five through eight will get a bye. It'll still be a five-day event, but it's going to be 15 teams, the top 15, instead of the top 18 teams, which I'm okay with. Because, you know, let's face it. If you eliminate some bad basketball games, and let's just get straight into the teams that actually deserved it, if you're at the bottom of the Big Ten, chances are, you were going to lose anyway. Now, does it take away from the March madness? It does, but let's be real, it doesn't happen that often that you get a team like, I think Ohio State and Penn State were the only teams that kind of really ran the table and came out of nowhere in years past and won the whole thing. Most of the time, your Big Ten winner, it comes from the top four teams. It's really, really rare that, The winner is not from the top four, but then the winner is normally from the top six. So, yeah, that's the new structure. You're going to play every team once. You're going to play three teams twice. And you're going to flip-flop. So if you go to Oregon this year, Oregon comes to you next year and vice versa. That way you play in every venue in the Big Ten. So that's the new thing the schedule is coming up for next season. It's going to be fun. I like the football season. I'm interested just to see some of the newness and how they handle this, which, you know, also leads me to think that all the PAC, the new, I, I don't want to call them PAC 12 teams, but let's just call them for PAC 12 teams for the sake of argument. USC and they'll all, they'll all play each other. They'll probably try to keep that regionalized so that they will have their own type of rivalries and play each other twice. It probably means that, you know, in this area, Like MSU will play Michigan twice and maybe Ohio State twice and maybe Purdue twice or Indiana twice or some or or Northwestern twice like somebody that's localized to you so that you're not going all across so you're, you know, if you're Michigan or Michigan State probably not going to be playing Penn State but once a year, Maryland once a year. That's Iowa once a year. So either you're going to be at Carver Hawkeye or they're going to be at Chrysler or at the Breslin Center. So that's the new setup and the new tournament, which starts not this season, but next season. Top 15 teams will make the tournament. Bottom three, your season's over. It's kind of think of it like this. In bowl season, if you don't have a winning record, your season ends probably around the day after or two days after Thanksgiving. That's it. You don't get the bowl practices. You don't get any of that stuff. Same is going to hold true with basketball. Your season will be over after senior day and you got the summer to look forward to in football season. Cause you're not going to be playing any more basketball, but chances are your team probably sucked and didn't deserve anything anyway. So that's it for now. I will be back later, but yeah, I just kind of wanted to break down just, that Michigan Michigan State basketball game. I mean, it was cool to see Tom Izzo get his 700 victory. It was on his birthday. The crowd stuck around. I think the crowd was more into it after the game, just cheering Tom for getting to victory number 700. Listening to his speech, where he's like, "We're not dead yet," and you know, cheering him on for his birthday. But during the game. It, it just didn't have the same feel. We'll see what happens when the return trip happens in a few weeks when Michigan State goes to Chrysler. Maybe it'll be a different environment. Maybe it'll be a different game. Or at this point, I mean, a lot of Michigan fans, I think they're tuned out because they're they're waiting for their next head basketball coach. They're not really feeling Juwan Howard anymore. And I, and I think Juwan is kind of seeing that he – he said something in the press conference last night before I finish up where they asked him about Tom Izzo and 700 victories. And he was just saying, I'm paraphrasing, but the, it was the quote was, well, I, I just hope that I can see that one day. And it was just kind of one of those, hmm, that's interesting that you phrased it that way. Like, I just hope that I can see that one day as if he knows sword of damocles is swinging right over his head and he's gonna probably get whacked soon sooner than later but yeah I, I, will the, will the fans even care or is it michigan state's gonna be there so we got to pack the house or or do spartan fans just buy up all the tickets to chrysler and michigan says we don't care because it ain't like the chrysler fans are really showing up in packs so We'll see what happens in a few weeks. But for right now, I just wanted to kind of comment on the game at the Breslin Center and break down the new Big Ten rules for basketball in the, and the Big Ten tournament in future years. So for I'm, I'm your host, Rico Beard. Thanks for watching. Keep liking. Keep subscribing. You've been watching The Five Star Zone.